Welcome to The Abandoned Carousel, the show where I take a deep dive into the histories of the most interesting abandoned and defunct amusements and theme parks in the world. I'm your host, Ashley. This week, I'm talking about an abandoned Soviet-era theme park. It's in Lithuania, and many people often draw parallels with the abandoned theme park at Chernobyl in Pripyat. This time, we're going to be talking about Children's World in Electronai, Lithuania. Children's World is another theme park, kind of like the abandoned Yangon amusement park, where not too much is known, at least in English, about the park in its operating years. Again, this is one of the more popular parks on social media as an abandoned urbex destination. But I'll tell you what I do know, and we'll get there. Let's go find out what we can, shall we? Our story starts with power plants. Of course, during the later years of the Soviet Union, there were a lot of power plants that were built across its lands. And of course, as I've already mentioned, the most famous of these is Chernobyl. There's a massively popular podcast and a massively popular TV show about Chernobyl, so I'm not going anywhere near that subject. But what I am going to talk about is a sister city, and this is Electronai. Construction of these power plants also included construction of nearby cities in order to house the workers for the plants and their families. Of course, at Chernobyl, this was called Pripyat, but in Lithuania, the Electronai power plant, the city itself is also called Electronai, which is based on the name for electricity. And Electronai is a small settlement positioned between Lithuania's capital of Vilnius and its second largest city, which is called Kaunas. Construction began on the town in about 1961, and most of Electronai's structures are these large monolithic housing projects that date to this time. Of course, the town was built to provide housing and entertainment to the power plant's workers. And interestingly, the power plant, of course, required a water source for cooling. And they accomplished this with the Electronai Reservoir, which is an artificial lake that was created by damming a river. And the lake itself is really large, and several villages were drowned by creating the reservoir. So at least 140 households actually had to be relocated to make this lake for this power plant. And since 2009, the oil and gas power plant at Electronite is the main power source for all of Lithuania. Well, we're not really here to talk about power plants, we're here to talk about theme parks. So let's talk about the theme park. The theme park is called Children's World. And I'm going to horribly mangle this pronunciation. It's called Vaiku Pasaulis in Lithuanian. I'm gonna call it Children's World to save myself some embarrassment. Children's World opened in 1986 and was built by the power plant workers themselves when the area was still under Soviet control. The park was reportedly the only amusement park in Lithuania at the time. And of course it was created to provide entertainment for the workers and families in the area. The park was open only on weekends, and each attraction was an extra pay. Reportedly, the park was planned to be reconstructed in 2000, which never happened. The park suffered during Lithuania's independence, which began in 1991. In a quote from 2009, it was said, 
quote, In Soviet times, thousands of tourists from all over the country visited the amusement park every weekend. Today, the colorful lights are dark, the music has gone silent, and the roller coaster rusts away. Most of the time, the park's employees sit idly on a bench in front of the ticket window. People don't have the money to come here, one of them says. End quote. In 2002, the park was upgraded. So when the park opened, it looked a lot like Chernobyl. There was a Ferris wheel, there were bumper cars, there were some rocket rides and swings and other kind of flat rides. But in 2002, the park was upgraded and they purchased this Jetstar 2 roller coaster. And this was a very American thing. In all the Google translated articles that I can find about the park, there are references to Americanism and how this roller coaster is a very American thing, which I found very interesting. Reportedly though, this ride was always malfunctioning. In one video from 2009, passengers can be seen up at the top of the lift hill waiting to go down the first big drop and they're stuck and they are seen doing a concerted rocking motion in order to get the car moving again so they can go on the ride. In 2012, a similar incident occurred, but they couldn't get the car moving again. And so reportedly the passengers all had to climb over the car and back precariously down the coaster tracks um, to get to the ground safely. No one was hurt, but this obviously made the people lose confidence in the park. Attendance plummeted, and the park, which was already struggling under the general economic decline of the post-9-11 world, was forced to close. There were a lot of reasons, and of course I'm reading all these articles in translation, but there were attendance issues, there were money issues, and there also appears to be some sort of non-compliance with either maintenance or security. It's hard to understand the context again in translation. But whatever the case, the park closed between 2012 and 2013. And one of the really neat things about this park and the reason why it is, you know, maybe not well known in its operating history, but well known in its abandonment, is that after the park's closure, everything was left in place. So though the park is abandoned and the rides sit decaying, someone actually comes out there and maintains it. Like the uh, grass is regularly mowed. You're not going to see a lot of like vines climbing up things. Um, it's sort of a safe place to visit. It's reportedly quite the tourist destination with the locals. People apparently grab a coffee, they get their family, they go visit. You see a lot of teens on the weekends and at night. You know, it's uh, it's an interesting atmosphere and it, it could be off-putting for some people, I suppose, depending on the type of urbex person that you are. Um, if you like a happy, cheerful urbex atmosphere, Electroni is the park for you. If you like sort of the grim, scary kind of place, um, like some of the parks are, then Electroni would not be for you. One urban explorer was quoted as saying, quote, the experience was relaxed. Although you're not allowed to go in, we saw that curious locals still hang around the theme park and have fun, end quote. Other people describe the place almost like a late Soviet era open air museum. The park was open for longer under independence, Lithuanian independence, than it was under Soviet control, but most of the information signs are written in Soviet Russian and not Lithuanian or English, which is interesting. 
So what are the features of this park? Of course, you've been around on the abandoned carousel for a while, you know that it's at least probably got a Ferris wheel or a roller coaster. And those are the big draws at Children's World. So we talked about it a little bit, but the roller coaster is called the Jetstar 2. It's this really iconic metal coaster with very attractive circular drops. And when you view it from an aerial view, from a top view, it's a figure eight layout, which is very, very cool. At the time of its purchase, the coaster was one of only two of its type in the world. And it was designed by Alan Schwarzkopf. According to the roller coaster database, there are 10 of these coasters. Seven have been relocated, so there's a total of 17 different places that these coasters have been. And there are three still operational. Um, you can find the sister rides to this at Furovik in Sweden, Lagoon in Farmington, Utah, and Luna Park Robland in Poland. The rest of the rides have been removed, and Electroni has the distinction of having the only standing but not operating Jetstar 2. Of course, there's a Ferris wheel, which is very cool. A lot of the references that I could find in the translated articles refer to the big wheel as one of sort of the defining features of Electroni as a city, because apparently you can see it from almost everywhere in the city. The articles that I saw referred to the power plant and the big Ferris wheel as sort of these two dominant features of Electroni as a city. And I thought that was interesting, like that this abandoned theme park still has such, a, such an impression on the city. Now, of course, there's not really much to say about the Ferris wheel. It's still there. You can still get in the cars. It looks a lot like the one that was at Chernobyl, except um, Children's World Electroni, their Ferris wheel is painted in bright colors, and the Chernobyl Ferris wheel is painted yellow. Um, but otherwise, they're pretty similar. The Electroni Children's World, the base of it has a lot of graffiti on it but the overall structure is pretty stable and you can see lots of pictures of urbex explorers uh, sitting and taking pictures and all that. One of the rides that you don't see that often is called the Music Express. And I really like this one. I think this one's probably my favorite part of the park that I saw. It's an interesting ride. So the Music Express rides are all based on this original Caterpillar flat ride. So the Caterpillar ride itself was designed by Hyla Maines, who was an inventor in New York. And it debuted at Coney Island in 1925. And so this is a ride, riders, it's kind of like a tilt-a-whirl, but it's more like a train. So you kind of got a train on a tilt-a-whirl platform where you go up and down, around and around, and riders are flung outward from their seats by centrifugal force. And when the cars reach maximum speed, a canopy rises over the top to cover the cars and you rush through this tunnel. And from the outside, it looks like a big caterpillar, especially because it was a green canopy. It was originally such a popular ride that it could be found at almost every amusement park. But today, most of them are gone. Today, there are only two operational original caterpillar rides that exist. One is in Salem, New Hampshire at Kenobi Lake Park, and one is in Calgary, Canada at the Heritage Park. And there are reportedly still some that might be operational, but they're in storage. 
And then there are also some conversions and remakes and similar. So you could still find a version of this ride to ride. But we were talking about the Music Express, which is a variation on the ride, and you can definitely find some Music Expresses. Differences from the Music Express and the Caterpillar. So the Music Express, as the name implies, has music as a big part of the experience, and it can also change speed and direction based on the operator's whim. So it's it's really kind of a fun it's really kind of a fun ride. At Electroni, the Music Express is in this really interestingly shaped building. It sort of looks like an onion almost, and bright primary colors of paint flake off from its surfaces, and you can see the multi-paneled ceiling rising overhead. There's beautiful sunlight that sh- that comes in through the cracks you know it's just it's it's sort of falling apart you, you can see chunks of the canopies and the scenery falling down but overall it's very pretty and I really like this one of course there are other rides at the park I mentioned a rocket ride and a swinging chair ride and then this other standing swing ride and all of these of course are very popular with the urban explorers who visit the park The swing ride is especially popular, but well, both the swing rides, because because you don't need a machine to power them. So you can just get on and have a friend push you and the whole structure, like the whole structure of the swing can go and it can go around. And that's really, that's really cool, especially for an abandoned theme park. Of course, there was also a bumper car hall that I mentioned, and inside, again, you can see the similarities to Chernobyl because it's that same Soviet-era theme park design. One of the parts of the building that I really liked, so on the back wall of the hall, you can see this gorgeous, multicolored, incredibly detailed mural. It's covered in some graffiti now, of course, but it would have been very, very cool when it was operational. It shows all these futuristic scenes of imaginary cars. It's very 1980s, which makes sense. I really liked that. So that's Electronite. While we don't know a lot about the operational years of Children's World, we do know that it's had a really interesting and popular history Uh, as an abandoned amusement park over the last five or six years. Reportedly, at the time of this recording, the local government is planning to turn Children's World into something else. Of course, it's not surprising. In an article I read, I saw a quote from the mayor, and the mayor was worried about the safety of the abandoned structures and the safety of all the tourists and the locals that were visiting the park, which is certainly understandable. So the current plans are to turn Children's World into a public park by late 2020. And this is going to involve dismantling the amusement park in order to develop a new park from scratch. As of June 2019, it is reported that work will begin on the property in August of 2019 and should last for about 18 months. Reportedly, there's going to be a nice public park, a coffee shop, an amphitheater, just a nice public space. Again, reading the source material in translation, it's not entirely clear how many or any of the rides will remain. They're probably all going to get torn down and sold for scrap. Some of the residents, of course, are worried about this. Quote, the park should be preserved, just do not know how much investment will be needed and whether they would pay off, referring to the new park. I wonder how many visitors would be. Now, most of us come here to look at this monument to the Soviet era, end quote. 
It's clear that change is on the horizon for Children's World at Electroni. For the next few months at least though, the abandoned park still stands, a vibrant monument to a different time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Abandoned Carousel, where this week I covered the abandoned Soviet-era theme park in Electroni, Lithuania. Please subscribe to the show, and remember to tell a friend. I provide both video and audio versions of each episode. You can find them all, along with complete show notes and references, at my website, theabandonedcarousel.com. If you have a request for a specific theme park that you'd like to see featured sooner rather than later, please get in touch with me. I've got a list of like 600 different theme parks that I want to cover on this podcast. So if you have a favorite place that you'd like to hear me cover sooner rather than later, please get in touch with me. Some things that are on the soon list include Dogpatch USA, Lake Dolores Water Park, Gaslight Village, um, the two different Bedrock Cities, Trinity Loop in Newfoundland, Ontario Place, Camelot, Mr. Marvel's Amusement Park, Pleasure Island. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So if you have a place that you want to see sooner rather than later, please get in touch. You can find all my contact information on my website, theabandonedcarousel.com. I've been going on enough, so I'm going to get to the end. I'll be back soon with another great episode, so I'll see you then. As Lucy Maud Montgomery once said, nothing is ever really lost to us as long as we remember it. Remember it.